Check your panties. Aging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I'm having chest pain. So sit down, shut the fuck up, take your cock out of your hand, and listen. Joey Valentine. That's right, take your cock out of your hand and get ready for Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine. It is September the 23rd, 2022, Friday. It is fucking Friday. Thank you, God, it's Friday. What a long long week it has been uh or you know i guess i just always feel like long weeks right you know soul sucking job gives you something to look forward to life should be something that you experience and don't want to rush through because you get one and it's short and you don't you know we shouldn't have to sit around being like Please just make five out of seven days go really quick so I can pretend that I'm happy for two, but it's what we do. Now, please don't live like that, y'all. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make every moment count. Give you a motivational speech. You are special. You are important. You're sitting at your desk and you're thinking, God, life sucks, but it doesn't because Joey Valentine loves you. I'd like to thank all the people that have obviously increased my listenership uh, a nice little spike there. The people that have migrated in from the Facebook page, Gen X. And uh, I was able to shamelessly promote myself on there after posting a thong picture, which I am happy to say uh, <laughs> topped out over a thousand likes uh, earlier this evening. And uh, I couldn't be more proud. That means 1,000 people plus have seen me in a thong. Now, they don't know it's a thong because they can't see the backside of me, but I promise you, I assure all of you, it's a thong. That thong came over from China. All right, that's a Chinese large. Okay. That makes it like a <laughs> an American boy's. My nuts are inside of me. That thing was so far up my crack, I didn't know if I was going to have to have surgery to get it removed. It was a poor decision. I should have known because when I first started putting it on, I mean, look, I'm six foot two. Everyone in China is like four foot two. All right. Obviously, there is a, a <laughs> you have to like gauge. If I'm going to order something that's based on the average Chinese man's body for my fat, tall American body, then I got to be going like six X, you know, so that I can just maybe get a medium American. I couldn't get this fucking thing past my knees. I'm not even joking. And when I got it on, I thought, man, I'm going to have to cut this fucking thing off. Like, there's no way. Like, once this elevator goes up, it's not coming back down to the ground floor. It's We're going to need some kind of fucking tools to remove this thing. And I wasn't even fat then. Not that I'm fat now. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? I, I don't know. I, shut up. So yeah, Gen Xers, thank you for coming over here and joining the show and uh, increasing the uh, numbers on my listeners. Uh, it's really, it, it's, it feels so great. I already have a pretty good following, but to have some more people come over, especially knowing that they are in that demographic, the one that is most important to me, no offense to anyone else, but it's just nice having people listening that can relate to the things I talk about. 
and that is you know going to be in a lot of 80s. That's what I talk about. But what I want to talk about first in this show today, this episode, I want to talk about scams. Are you guys getting scammed? Because I am so fucking sick of my phone ringing. And you know, like there are calls that I need to take. There are numbers that are 800 numbers, 855, 877, whatever, that I need to take. And like these scams are coming through as verified callers. Now they're coming through as local numbers, which they're not fucking local because I don't care how much Bob fucking claims to be American. I can tell he's from Bombay and I can tell he's in a large call center outsourced. And he's asking me, you know, these fucking guys, man, they think they're slick. They're looking up information on the internet. He's like, uh, are you Mr. You know, my name redacted. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. And he says, uh, and you lived at this address. And he gives me this address from when I was like 19 years old, right? Like a place I lived briefly, you know, some apartment I had for maybe six months. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess I lived there a fucking long time ago. I don't know how you found that out. You know, they call you and they're like, can you please verify your birthday? Uh, no. Can you please fuck yourself? I don't, you know, and I'm getting all these voicemails. You know, I, don't, I just don't even answer the phone anymore. You know, like I want to be, I'm not going to lie. There are people calling me because I owe money. Not money like credit cards. I owe money for doctor's bills. Like I go, when I was drinking, I would go to the emergency room and I would, you know, I didn't have insurance. So now I have bills. I have hospital bills. They're harmless. But these guys call me and I know they got a hard job to do. It sucks. You know, they, they got to call people and ask for money. And it's usually deadbeats like me who are never going to pay it. And I like to give them false hope, not because I'm an asshole, but because I can't be mean to them. I have the worst job in the world. If I had to call people, you know, broke-ass motherfuckers, and I'd be like, can you please pay your bill? Like, I'd fucking kill myself. Not literally, but, I mean, it would just be awful, right? What a horrible, horrible job to have. Oh, my God. It reminds me so much. When I was in high school, there was this little business uh, out, out on the outside of town, and it was like a whole bunch of people's first job ever because you could be whatever age. And it was outbound calling people to sell glamour shots. Can you imagine how horrible of a job that must have been? I mean, when people called me, now, you know, back in the 80s, there was a lot of telemarketing. Okay, and caller ID, like we didn't all have caller ID. Hell, my family had money and we still didn't have caller ID. My father was too cheap to get it. But when the phone fucking rang, you answered it. Not like now, like today the phone rings. And I'm like, please don't be somebody I know. Like, I swear, I, I hope I look at my phone and I go, please don't actually be one of my friends. You know, hell, when I call people, I hope they don't answer. <laughs> but like when the phone rang in the 80s, you fucking answered it. I mean, it was always so exciting. Who's on the other end? But you get all these fucking people. It was always like long distance calling, you know? Like, are you happy with your long distance? <laughs> like, long distance, the biggest fucking scam in the history of anything, uh, you know, amongst millions of things the phone company has done. But like, oh, you want to make a phone call slightly outside of your county? Well, that's going to cost you an extra 25 cents a minute. Really? Why? I mean, have you ever thought about it? Like, why did it cost more to use long distance? It's a fucking phone connection. It's an instant ring ring to the other end. There's no, like, <laughs> they're not firing up thermonuclear generators 
to power your phone call to get from Montgomery County to Harris. All right, that's not the way phone companies fucking work. Same thing with the cell phone companies in the 90s, you know? It'd be like, oh, don't use your uh, anytime minutes. <laughs> Do you remember that shit? That's like the biggest goddamn scam that has ever happened to America is anytime minutes and nights and weekends. And text messages used to cost like 10 cents. I talk about this like it's ancient history, but it wasn't that long ago. Even millennials should be able to remember shit like this. But there was a time, I mean, we didn't have prepaid phones. You know, you had to have credit to get a cell phone. And oh, believe me, folks, I did not have credit. But you had to have credit to get a fucking cell phone. And you had, what, 200 anytime minutes for an entire fucking week? Between the hours of 7 o'clock in the morning to 7 o'clock at night, or 9 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock at night. And then once it got to be 9 o'clock at night, it was free. Or on the weekends, it was free. But you couldn't answer your fucking phone Monday through Friday during the day. You know, those times when you might need a phone. You know, people would call, and you'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, listen, anytime minutes, bro, I gotta go. Anytime minutes, okay, fucking call me back after 9. And you're like, yeah, once it gets to be 9 o'clock, I'll fucking show the phone company. I'll fucking show them. I'm going to talk all night. Then, like, 9 o'clock comes around, and you're like, <laughs> like, fuck it. <laughs> Your protest completely failed. And I got my, uh, I got my weekend minutes in, sure. But, I mean, 200 minutes, you got to think about it, right? Three hours is 180 minutes. Three hours. You have... Three hours and 20 minutes for an entire week that you can use your phone. And at f that's how they got you, man. You didn't realize it at first. Because you're thinking, in your mind, a phone call is like five minutes, but it's not. It's never what you think it is. If a good friend of mine calls, like someone who I really want to catch up with, someone who I like have so many things to say to, or we just talk about the same shit we talk about every time we talk, you know, just reliving the old glory days. Man, I'll be on the phone for an hour and a half, and for me, that is epically long. I don't like my phone conversations to be more than like, what do you need? Okay, bye. So for me to talk for an actual hour and a half, uh, now imagine people who love to talk on the phone. Imagine how fucking caught up in their anytime minutes they must have got. And, oh, my God. And they would charge you like 25 cents to 50 cents for every fucking minute you went over your anytime minutes. And the first time that I had a cell phone in my life, and I had 200 anytime minutes, and I went over by $500 in my first month. $500 I had to come up with in uh, 1995 money. <laughs> that was like... It might as well have been a fucking million dollars. I was so lucky that I got my mom to pay that bill. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got I got completely sidetracked here. Again, I I take such you know, I take so many fucking left turns and I forget what I'm talking about. I was going on about scams because this shit keeps happening. Everybody remembers that it was like just a everybody knows the scams are just like an inevitable thing in life. Sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're so far fetched you can't believe that people get you know, gotten. But they do. My mother got gotten, and she's one of the smartest women I know. 
but she got taken by this guy that said she had a what was it like fifty thousand dollar check that and then she had to pay a thousand dollars to get it released into her bank account she fucking paid it never thought somebody like her would fall for that shit and i keep getting these phone calls where they're like your car's warranty is about to expire and i'm like i drive a motorcycle you fucking morons but the nigerian prince one i never got approached by the nigerian prince I had always hoped that I would get that email. You know, I was hoping that the day would come when I would get the one was like, I am in Nigeria and I am royalty and I just need you to send me. And I would, you know, I would want to be in contact with them. I really wanted to like feel that one out. I wish a Nigerian prince or someone with that bullshit would get in touch with me because I would just really have some fun and I would love to tell you guys all about it. I'm afraid that if I uh, start inviting that kind of element into my life that my uh, my emails are going to get absolutely... I had to actually cancel, or not cancel, but just stop using an old email of mine because I delved so deep into things like that that I couldn't figure out what was real and what was not because I'd have hundreds upon hundreds of emails every day that were all bullshit you know, and I, I just didn't have the patience to go through them to look for the one or two legit ones. So anyway, I, I just I got to thinking about scams, and uh, you know, they, they come from all over. They come from all walks of life. They come from crooks, and they come from crooks hiding behind major corporations. And uh, I can't wait to see what the next fucking big scam is. Now that you know, it only takes one company. Like when the first person was like prepaid phone, unlimited everything, fifty bucks. Then all the other companies went, oh, fuck, you know, and then they had to do it too. And I tell you, man, the lower it gets, the more it forces other people to do it. You know, so I sit here and I go, okay, I have unlimited phone calls. I have unlimited texting. I have unlimited internet. And I have no roaming. I God, if you don't know what roaming is, well, another bullshit scam that the phone companies used to use. But, you know, I pay $35 a month for Boost Mobile, and it's great service. And it's everything unlimited. And the internet's pretty decent. So how is it that just 10 years ago, it was fucking $150 a month and I had to watch my minutes? There was a girl that I used to work with and she was a text fucking freak. Like right around when texting started getting kind of big. Because there was a time when not everybody was like doing it. It wasn't a thing. This is back when there were still flip phones. And she texted so much, and there were 10 cents. You had, like, I don't know, 500 text messages. Can you imagine having a limit? Like, think about that. Having a limit on your text messages. And and being a teenager. Jesus Christ, I can't even imagine. I mean, I probably passed 500 handwritten notes a week in school. Oh, I remember passing notes. Wasn't that, like, the coolest shit I can't believe I haven't ever talked about that. Passing notes. Man, you had like six or seven or eight classes a day, right? And you passed a note to a girl. Like, I don't know. I never passed notes with my guy friends. Not because it was like gay or anything, but just, you know, we were just discovering girls in seventh grade. So if you have found a girl that you could pass a note with, it was like you'd pass each other in the hall. You'd hand her the note. She'd hand you the note. So now you both had a note to write back. And it was so fucking exciting, right? You're like, oh, I can't wait for class to end. I can't wait to find out what Emily said. You know, and you're writing your note, and you're like, oh, <laughs> she's going to write a note. I'm going to get it after class. You know, and like, 
there'd be the ones where you'd ask a question like, you know, and I always, oh my God, I, I mean, I think I was a cute child, but you know, girls just didn't like me and I got my heart broken so many fucking times. So I was always writing like, and you know, the problem was, is that I was too presumptuous in that I could get, you know, like I never, I never went after the girl who was average or just slightly above average. No, I always went like straight for the fucking prize. Went for the gold medal. Here I am passing notes to the head cheerleader, the gingham girl. Will you go with me? Circle yes or no. Bitch writes back. Circles maybe. Writes her own little fucking maybe in and circles. <laughs> and it's like, what are you supposed to do with that? Keep writing fucking notes all day long? Okay, if you've... <laughs> made a fucking choice now i'm sweating bullets all day long having 12 year old anxiety about if she's gonna go with me and what does that mean nothing i'm gonna go home and what be like i'm going with amy yeah <laughs> you know if i'd known that if you just wait until high school was over everybody just gives it up like you know shaking hands <laughs> and on that we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back hi this is carlos from nerds talking the podcast and you're listening to Joey Valentine on Fat Guy Loves Cake. Please stick it in my tight little ass. Hello, Tom here from the DPA, letting you know that we've started a criminal investigation division. That's right, the DPA is here for you. You wonder how? Well, have you ever been assaulted, robbed at gunpoint, murdered, raped, scammed for every dollar you have? The DPA is here to help. Did you happen to get a dick pic of this criminal? Well, we're here to help. At the DPA, the dickpicanalysis.com group, we can find out who this criminal was, their age, their sex, their race, their religion, where they're located at this moment, and how you can lock them up. That's right, upload the criminal's dick pic, and we'll know where he's at with an 8% accuracy. That's right, 8% accuracy to catch this criminal. You've heard of DNA analysis and going back 30 plus years to convict someone. Well, this is all new technology. The DPA DickPickAnalysis.com group now catches criminals. Just upload your dick pic, not your own. You don't want to be guilty, but the criminals and we'll do the rest of the work. The DPA, here for you anytime. The DPA is not responsible for raw convictions. We've only used this analysis on our own junks, and three out of five of us are now on parole. So clearly it works. Just not sure which way. If you've taken a picture of a criminal's junk, we are impressed. Also, two of us think OJ's innocent. The DPA, dickpickanalysis.com. Not a real website. No stopping podcast. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Fat Guy Loves Cake, your second half of the show. Uh, just got one more thing that I wanted to go over with and share with you. Uh, this is a true story. This is not bullshit. Uh, a chess grandmaster, that's like someone who's, you know, the shit at chess. You know, America's favorite fucking pastime. You know, the most exciting sport to watch ever. A chess grandmaster has responded to bizarre claims that he used anal beads to beat world number one Magnus Carlsen. 
World Chess Champion Carlson 31 withdrew from the Sinkerfield Cup last week after an unexpected defeat to 19-year-old Hans Niemann, a relative newcomer to the world of professional chess. You know, I, I had never heard of him. I always put my money on Carlson. <laughs> you know, I'm a big fucking fan, in case you didn't know. I go to all these chess tournaments, you know. I've got the, the jersey. I've got the hat. The little flag that I can wave around. Go, Carlson! <laughs> Take that queen! <laughs> Sorry. I apologize to any people who really do like chess. So, um... Carlson announced his withdrawal from the tournament with a cryptic tweet, which included a video of, uh, man, football, some fucking guy who I don't know who the fuck he is. And he said, if I speak, I'm in big trouble. So the gist of it is, is that the uh, unexpected defeat to Hans Niemann uh, came because he was using performance-enhancing, <laughs> not drugs, <laughs> performance-enhancing uh, electronics, in the form of anal beads, uh, you know, and, and if you're wondering, I'm going to, and now it does not explain how, but I'm going to tell you how, because I figured it out. See, like a lot of people who like to beat the house in Vegas by cheating, you know, which you can do if you got a guy watching the dealer or whatever, if anybody's ever seen the movie casino, they explain it in there. But what you do is you got a guy with like a wire in his shoe and it's remotely attached to another guy who can see the cards, and he'll give him like a beep, 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 Morse code, or maybe give him a two if it's a two, or a three if it's three, whatever. He's giving him some kind of electronic signal remotely to let him know that, uh, you know, what the hand is. It's That's how they're cheating. So, if Mr. Neiman had anal beads in his ass, and they were accusing him of cheating by using them... One would only think that someone remotely was humming his butt <laughs> with some sort of cheat in the game of chess. I don't know. I don't know how you uh, you beep, 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 beep to tell someone uh, bishop to rook, uh, whatever, fucking knight to queen three. Like, Mr. Neiman, uh, are you okay? You seem a little uncomfortable. <laughs> and he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, oh, hold on. What's your move, Mr. Neiman? Uh, I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> I think it played out like this here. I did a little thing. This is what I think it probably, how it went down. Welcome, everybody, to today's chess match. Are you here in London, England? Between Billy Smith, USA and Viktor Kasparov of Russia, both very fierce competitors in the game of chess. This is, of course, for the entire world championship. Have you ever seen a crowd so excited to watch such a fantastic game being played out? Both competitors are very fierce in the game of chess, very aggressive. Oh, there goes Kasparov, moving his knight into position. It looks like one of the directors is going over to Kasparov. They're stopping the game briefly. I uh, don't know what this is about. There have been rumors in the media about Kasparov doing things like uh, using sports enhancements. Uh, not drugs per se, but uh, maybe perhaps some kind of um, signals or wires that he's been using. I don't know. Oh, well, this is interesting. Uh, they're having him disrobe, and he's bending over the table now. 
the security is involved. They're putting on latex gloves. Uh, his pants are down now. His hand is... Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, I'd rather not say. There seems to be some kind of string coming out of his rear end. And uh, he's giving it a little tug. Oh, goodness. Oh, oh my. It, it appears that a string of beads, about a silver dollar in size each, come out of Mr. Kasparov's rear end. I don't know what to say. They are flashing little red lights inside of them, and there's a good chance he may have been getting signals in his buttocks. Disqualified, and listen to that crowd go crazy. Yep, so <laughs> performance-enhancing anal beads. I could probably do an entire 30 minutes talking about how anal beads could enhance every sport. But I'm not gonna. <laughs> not today. I'd like to thank you all for listening, sticking around with me, and having some fun on this Friday. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. Remember, I still have lots of I Heart Butt Stuff stickers and Fat Guy Loves Cake stickers. All you got to do is just say, Joey, please send them to me. Here's my address. You can request them at fatguylovescake at yahoo.com or send me any kind of uh, anything. If you have suggestions for the show or if you'd like to be a guest on the show or if you know somebody who would be an interesting guest on the show, I would love to have them. I will have... Uh, new guests coming up soon. The first one will be on next Wednesday, the 27th, I believe. And he is something else. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great weekend. Uh, hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be super duper nice. I'll see y'all on Monday.
Chevrolet, take it on a mountaintop, tuning on a blizzard, riding on a horse, drinking whiskey out of